0: This is Inside Indiana Business Radio for the afternoon of Thursday, February 29th, 2024. I'm Kate Sharon and happy leap day. Indiana University trustees are expected to vote Friday on a plan meant to bring the school in compliance with a 2023 state law that bars it from using state funds to support the Kinsey Institute. But school officials have not released details about how the proposal will change the operation of the institute, where professors and students conduct research about sex and gender. In general, Kinsey faculty, staff, and students say IU should use an accounting solution rather than a not-for-profit to comply with the state law and that IU must defend the institute from misinformation and defamatory attacks, Zoe Peterson, Kinsey senior scientist and director of the Sexual Assault Research Initiative. And so it seems, it seems to me, and it seems to many of us that this could be addressed with a counting solution, uh, where you know, sort of different pots of money from different sources are kind of uh, kept more separate and better identified. IU spokesman Mark Bode said the board's goal is to, quote, determine how to best to ensure the university's continued support for the Kinsey Institute. An activist investor group is pushing for a shakeup of Alonco Animal Health Incorporated's board of directors and removal of CEO Jeff Simmons, saying the Greenfield-based company has underperformed its peers and destroyed billions of dollars of shareholder value. Ancora Holdings Group LLC, which claims to hold about 3% of Alonco's shares, said Thursday it wants to replace four of the company's directors with its own nominees at the company's upcoming annual meeting. The investor group's also pushing for the retirement of CEO Jeff Simmons next year. Ancora, based in Cleveland, said Alanco has, quote, delivered poor margins, sluggish drug commercialization, negative shareholder returns, and indefensible governance policies for years. A Lafayette-based organization that provides workforce development services for a 12-county region has a new leader. The Region 4 Workforce Board on Wednesday announced Greg Nottestein as its new CEO and executive director. The organization said in a news release that Nottestein has held leadership positions with various small- to mid-sized manufacturing companies throughout Indiana and beyond over his more than 25-year career. Nottestein succeeds Roger Feldhaas, who is retiring after 40 years in workforce development. From the number one source for Indiana Business News, this is Inside Indiana Business Radio.
1: Indiana, your bold future starts here. IBJ Media, Inside Indiana Business, and the Indiana Economic Development Corporation invite you to the Engage Indiana series, presented by CareSource, Indiana University, and Old National Bank. With an unrelenting focus on growing Indiana's economy, our Engage Indiana events take place in every region of the state. Discover when we'll be in your area at ibj.com engage.
0: After a nearly five-month process, the town of Maryville has approved a new town slogan. The Maryville Town Council this week said residents overwhelmingly voted Merrillville, the heart of the region, as its new slogan. The process to find a new slogan began in October, and the town received more than 40 submissions, which were narrowed down to five finalists. The council voted to approve the slogan, which will be added to various sites around Maryville soon. Preparations have begun for a major highway improvement project in Vanderburgh County. The Indiana Department of Transportation says it is investing about 150 million dollars to make the Lloyd Expressway more efficient and safer for drivers to navigate. The Lloyd for You project extends along a 14-mile stretch from I-69 on the east side of Evansville west to Posey County Line Road. Indot says the effort will include intersection improvements, bridge replacements, and pavement replacement. As more than a dozen states contemplate death with dignity laws, Indiana lawmakers are making clear they're staunchly opposed to any policy allowing physician-assisted suicide. IIB's Alex Brown has more.
1: A Senate resolution penned by Republican Senator Tyler Johnson of Leo emphasizes that the legalization of assisted suicide, quote, sends a message that suicide is a socially acceptable response to aging, terminal illness, disabilities, and depression, end quote, and subsequently imposes a duty to die. Further, it states assisted suicide, quote, is a direct threat to human dignity, patient rights, and the disabled when the medical goal must be to eliminate suffering rather than the person who suffers, end quote. Alternatively, the resolution references ongoing advancements in palliative care that can relieve pain and allow a person to, quote, die naturally, comfortably, and in a dignified manner without a change in the law, end quote. The Senate Health Committee approved the resolution in a 9-2 vote along party lines on Wednesday. Alex Brown, Inside Indiana Business, Radio.
0: The Indiana Department of Correction has approved the use of Pell Grants for three Ivy Tech Community College certificates available to inmates. If approved by the U.S. Department of Education and Ivy Tech's accrediting agencies, the initiative would make inmates eligible to receive financial aid through the federal Pell Grant Program, Ivy Tech said in a news release Thursday. Inmates pursuing either of the two business administration certificates offered by Ivy Tech Madison or an automotive technology technical certificate at Ivy Tech Terre Haute would be eligible to apply for the aid. Beck's Hybrid CEO, Sunny Beck, is this week's guest on the Business and Beyond podcast with Gary Dick, presented by PNC, a weekly conversation with high-profile Hoosiers in business, sports, entertainment, and beyond, available now from your favorite podcast provider. I'm Kate Sharon for Inside Indiana Business, radio on demand.